Shut up. We're doing this. All right. <laughs> In today's episode, uh, Nazis planned... Wait, shh. Yeah, Why are you shushing me? You're the only one talking. <laughs> God damn it. Shush All right. me. All right. All right. I shushed myself, I think. All right. Did you? In today's episode, Nazis planned a Death Star-like device. And we talk of a certain game called Bioshock Infinite. Best game. <laughs> Best game. The Nazi Death Star. It's a giant mirror that the Nazis planned to put in the sky, and basically it would work like a like just directing the sun's reflecting like, the light's rays yeah. onto um, a point like a yeah. ant on yeah. a hill. Yeah, exactly that kind of thing. Right. Um, an article from a magazine in 1945 revealed how U.S. Army technical experts came up with the astonishing fact that German scientists had planned to build a sun gun. Sun gun. That could be a name of a band. But anyway, the giant orbital mirror would focus the sun rays to a scorching point on the Earth's surface. They hoped to use such a mirror to burn an enemy city or to boil part of the ocean. <laughs> and like uh, it, the original idea was mm. um, was basically to help like bring sunlight to areas that needed it, you know, at certain points. Like it was like too snowy or crap like that and will melt the snow. I don't know. That, that kind of idea. But then, right. but then the guy who um the guy who invented it evidently had a like a maniacal moment and was just like no this could be my ultimate weapon he actually said that oh really yeah he actually said it could be his ultimate weapon right so they were hoping to do this how a space station that would go unseen or unheard of well well basically uh in 1945 when the victorious allies began sifting through captured war plans it emerged that the nazis had up- updated on the his proposal and began looking into a possibility of the, it, them building a mirror in orbit to 220,236 miles above the earth i guess that was in their plans so it was going to be like like like, like the justice satellite. league kind of satellite yeah However, with a magnifying glass or yeah. with a giant mirror. Yeah, pretty much. And Basically. Like, like, um, that, yeah, it, was, it would cost like a, a few million Reich or whatever. That, what, what was there? A few million. What are their currency? I don't even remember. German. It, was, it, was it Reich? Which is, that's a great name for a currency. Yeah, but they're the third Reich. I, mean, so I know, but if, if it was the name of the currency, that would equally be very cool. Nah, I don't remember. Oh, marks. That's what it's called. Marks. Three, three million marks. Well, and r- fifth- I'm still liking Reichs. <laughs> Too late. See, that could be like a cereal biscuit. Would you like <laughs> <Yeah>. some Reichs? <laughs> now with marshmallows. Now with shoes. <laughs> Free magnifying glass. Anyway, <laughs> sounds like a really James Bondy kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, uh, it's almost history- as worse as Moonraker. <laughs> yeah. hi- hi- history is insane how some people actually think, you know what, let's do that. I mean, imagine, like, burning a city. I mean, I guess, like, a nuclear bomb is pretty much the same idea. Yeah, napalm. Yeah, and that kind of crap. So, actually, if you think about it, not as insane. No, the me- I'm not, I'm not uh, disputing what they're going to do. I'm disputing the method of how they're going to do it. <laughs> how they could just go in there with a couple of flamethrowers and burn down a city. Or, you know what? Let's take a magnifying glass in space. That seems like a much more cost-effective well, well, idea. Look, so you have absolutely no problem with like their idea, look, their um, their get their goals, but you're just annoyed at the oddness in their yeah, choices. No, I have a problem with the goals as well. I'm uh, not disputing the goals. I'm disputing. Are you a Nazi the, sympathizer? I'm, I'm not a Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> I am a North Korea sympathizer. Those poor <laughs> bastards. I have it rough. Um, no, I'm, oh. I'm not. I'm not. 
I'm not trying to say, you know. Keeping it controversial. Yeah, no. I'm not saying their goals is great. I'm just saying the method which they're doing it is probably not one I would yeah. choose if I was a dictator. I'd be going, you know what? We should really rethink this. <laughs> yeah, go back to the drawing board, fellas. Well, they didn't get to do it because. Well, no, obviously. But, or you know. We'd have, you know. Would be a, that's that's oh that's how like planet Earth did it. Planet Earth. You know the beginning of David Attenborough's Planet Earth. No. There's like a. Un, I haven't seen it. They, like they. It's um, a documentary series though. Yeah. So, yeah. I still and need the, to watch they that. They do that Earth Rising um, scene at the beginning of everything. That's yeah. what they used. What a giant Earth mirror. Yeah. So David Attenborough has taken on the Nazi plans, it, but is using it for good. Yeah. And you couldn't. Yeah, but you couldn't really dispute David Attenborough. No, no. He's the Lord of all nature. The Lord of all nature. <laughs> yeah. He was knighted Lord of all nature. All right. Time to talk about a certain game. All right. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite, the third installment to the Bioshock series and was released on March 26th of this year. To those who don't know uh, the game, it is a first person shooter and this particular version of the game is set in a fantastical 1912, right? Yeah, mm. it is. It is. Why are you going Technically, here? Yes. Technically, yeah. You know, the hero of the story is Booker DeWitt. Uh, not hero. Okay, He's not a hero. The protagonist of the story is Booker DeWitt. Good, that's better. Sent to the floating air city of Columbia to find a certain young woman, Elizabeth, who it's has been held captive. Technically floating, but that's all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's quantum locked. But okay, it's quantum locked. Idea. Okay. Well, I wonder which one of us has played the game. <laughs> uh. The two are pursued by the city's warring factions, the nativists and the elite founders mm. and yeah. the Vo Populi. A Vox rebel. Populi. Sorry. God damn. I'm it. getting off fancy. It could be Vo. No, it's not. It's it sounds Vox. French. It's V-O-X. It it's sounds a... French. Vo is V-E-U-A-X, is it? Vo? I don't know. I thought I thought V-O-X could be Vo. No, that's Vox. Oh, Vox whatever. Populi. Like a fox? No, Vox Populi means the voice of the people in Latin. Oh, well, aren't you uh, God cultured? God damn it. The game has received very positive reviews across the spectrum, and a certain someone in the room has played it, unlike me. Did you like the game, Jim? Yes. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want me to elaborate? Yeah. I would love to elaborate for yeah, you. Yeah, go. So, this game, uh, prior to its predecessors, Bioshock 1 and Bioshock 2. Yeah, I haven't played any of those, to be honest. Well, you are in no position to argue with me or confirm with me, are you? I know. But you're, you're like... nevertheless, I'm going to continue on. Like yeah. the faithful steam train. I probably I should. Like it looks, it looks good. It, I, I know, it like, is amazing. Other, like it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, continue. So it starts off much like the other games did, except Bioshock Two. I've seen trailers and stuff like that. It looks really beautiful. Like just like the uh, artwork and all that kind of crap Absolutely. around the area. A lot of work went into um, making this. Kevin Levine is one of the greatest game directors that has ever um, that it has is... ever been pushed out of a womb. <laughs> and that's saying something. Has it got scary kind of elements to it? I've it does that, have I've some scary it elements. Um, um, it, it's but it doesn't rely on darkness to get that. That's what I've heard. No, it it's not really about how scary it is. This is supposed to immerse yourself in a world that is completely different. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's a floating about city to be in the scary. sky. There are some it's like a bespin. There are some tense bits, tense, uh, tense sections of the game. Uh, other than that, it's really just a shitstorm. It's like being chucked inside of a giant tumble dryer with knives and, like, candy corn. 
just it's colourful and it's got bullets flying everywhere. <laughs> knives that's, and candy corn. It's really, the, but it's like that's, that's your review of it. Knives and candy knives corn. Knives and candy corn. It's but like when you're taking the skylines around, which is an amazing feature in the game. Skylines is that kind of like a thing? Skyline. It's like a really big twisted monorail in which you can you have a spinning hook um, device um, that you can grab onto it and then travel easily around the map. Cool. So, uh, what makes this game worth playing? What makes this game worth playing? Yeah. Everything. Everything? It's got one of the best stories in the past two decades in so, gaming history. Really? It it absolutely does. Um, Better than Assassin's Creed? Better than Assassin's Creed. Better, better than... than uh, well, Assassin's Creed's story um, toward the end was a bit... It gets a bit shaky. It goes but, um, like, now yeah. we're introduced like, gods. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. But this is like solid... This is so, solid, and it, there's there's a reason why it's called Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, well, I fi- <laughs> I didn't think they just opened up a dictionary and went, I like that word. Well, mm-hmm. true, but this Bioshock Infinite is more of a play on words. Oh. It's 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 got a very very deep and meaningful um, um ending to it, and so, the ending yeah. is just completely shocking. I've heard um that uh in Bioshock Infinite um. Mm. It does come up with like like, like uh, the question of um, killing and how that is uh, morally might be morally wrong. That uh, Elizabeth, the companion, actually like gets frightened of you and stuff after you start killing. Oh, does absolutely. It, yeah, the which first is scene, interesting from a game. Yeah, the first scene that you kill and frighten Elizabeth, she actually runs away and she yeah. tries to escape you. It, it actually uh, points out like. Uh, it it sounds more real than like a yeah. game like a uh, COD where you just go around killing millions of people. It makes you reflect like, on yeah, what, what you're doing. It makes you reflect on what you're doing, and yeah. in the future, that should all games should be like that. Yeah. So it shows you, um, the dangers of of uh, of games. And for example, Elizabeth, yeah. she is like no other AI that I've ever seen. She reacts to everything. She helps you. She throws, uh, weapons and med kits at you in mid gameplay. And she reacts yeah. to things that you do, and really good AI, fantastic AI, and that's the really hard like thing to get. Terminators, but like helpful Terminators. Yeah, this, I mean, that's never been part of a game where there was a helpful AI. They've always just been standing in front of me when yeah, I'm trying true. to get through a door and just going. Yeah, I can't think get of another away. game. Um, is is there um is there any like multiplayer in this game or no multiplayer, purely? which well, is fantastic. Well, I I guess, but you know, Bioshock Two had multiplayer. It really? Was shit. Well, so, well, sometimes <laughs> sometimes when games put in multiplayer, they can put it on like you know second thought. Oh, how do we get multiplayer? People might want to play it online. Yeah. But um, uh, what are your thoughts on like the whole um getting rid of split screens gaming because it seems to be on the on its way out? No, I reckon it's I th- I think. Well, actually, it's been out. It's it's been out for a while. A while. I mean, um, the last kind of split game game I can think of is um, uh, Halo 4? Army of Two. I think that's the latest one. Army of Two. Army of Two. Um, I think I'm about. I haven't played that. Is that good? It's 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 all right if you got just got two friends. In, yeah. Got, well, well, like like ga- game. games like COD and Halo have stuck with the whole like four player multiplayer where you can actually have a bunch of friends over. Yeah, but that's okay. It was built for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, which is good. But you just don't see it as many games. Like a lot of racing games. I used to get racing games wanting to like play them with friends at the, like mm. with me in the room, but they've kind of forced you to be uh, online. like online away from each other. Because it makes money, Adrian. Goddamn money. it makes money. Damn you. Because if you could invite your friends over and they could all play a game, it would be free for those people. So Why if was you I play online, anyway. you have to buy live. And yeah, I know. Have to, buy, have to download their things and DLCs and all that. Oh, well, they make games for us, I guess. 
Yeah, it's the fastest growing industry and the, with the most um, expensive product. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think about DVDs and um, Blu-rays, the games are more expensive than both. Um, isn't it with Australia that mm. the games are actually way more expensive compared to overseas? Way more expensive and also uh, more highly um, uh, reviewed and banned. Uh, you were talking about the whole R18 thing, yeah. which is a whole different thing. Yeah, don't probably, get me started on that. It, I'll uh, get very angry. It, um, it'll, uh, that, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, but, if um, you don't play games, you can't rate them. That's basically yeah, what I'm saying. Well, that's, the, that's just the problem with a lot of things, that people who have nothing to do with it are putting rules on it. Yeah. Blah, 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 you blah, wouldn't blah. want someone that didn't know about finance running the economy, but that's basically... Yeah, away from that. <laughs> away from that. Another but, topic for another But time. with Bioshock Infinite, yes. um, you, you say everyone listening to this I think, should go play it? I think everyone absolutely should go out and buy an Xbox 360 for the sole purpose of playing this game. What, what console? I'm pretty sure it's, oh, on, it's on, on PS3 as well. It's on PS3 as yeah. well. <laughs> but, but, uh, or a PC. Or a PC. Uh, but listen, it is a fantastic game. It got 10 out of 10 on most... It got 10 out of 10. Yeah, got 10 on, out of 10. Or 9.6 or something IG, like that. On IGA. IGN. IGN. Sorry. I IGA getting, is a supermarket. Yeah, I know. I keep getting them too mixed up. I went to... Uh, GameStop <laughs> gave it 9 out of 10. So, yeah. and, you know, it's very rare that games get these reviews. Yeah, well, well, lately, lately the stories of games have really been... um concentrated on more than mm. the like gameplay is still is, yeah. is like updating but like the actual making you care about the characters seems to be way more important to game de- oh. developers which is way i like it i it's, like it it's fantastic you I actually mean, the the story behind booker yeah. and elizabeth is very in deep yeah good and also uh if you are not very if you're a bit queamish to racism queamish if you're a bit if you're a bit sensitive to racism don't, don't buy this game it is seriously racist. <laughs> like Skyrim? Skyrim's kind of racist. Skyrim's creaturist. I mean, yeah, 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 but it's like, they're against yeah. Argonians and all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Well, that's that's the same kind of elves. idea. It's the same kind of idea, absolutely. Yeah. But this is like... Racist, racist. Racist, racist. This oh, is, my lord. You see a Chinaman being eaten by crows. What? Yeah, no. It's, it's really... Look forward to playing this game, guys. It's just... There's some bits where it's just full on, but... <laughs> but worth it. But that's the point. 1912. Yeah. Extremely racist. Very, yeah, very um. Mm. Well, uh, thank you for listening to our podcast yes, about thank you. games and a random Nazi plan. <laughs> Things that are obviously connected. Yeah, obviously uh, intertwined. All right. Uh, you can download um, our podcast from uh, soundcloud.com slash Gentleman Jabber. Or, or iTunes. Or subscribe on or, iTunes. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. You yeah. know, the, the place where you should be subscribing. Yeah, you can also find us on a site called stitcher.com. Look that up if you want. Um, yeah. And we both have Twitter accounts and all that kind of crap. And Facebook. And we're everywhere. Mm. We're everywhere. i got to pee. <laughs> Brilliant way to end the podcast. Well, I'm just giving you a reason that you should go as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm talking to the audience now. Jem needs to pee. Jem needs to pee. Thank you for listening. Toodles. <laughs>